Welcome everybody to the lab. Kate Holliday and Ryan Rivers once again are joining you with a St. Patrick's Day special. Again, we're doing <laughs> This is our first St. Patrick's Day special, but we are joining you again if you've listened to us before. This was terrible. Right. I did not rehearse this at all. You want me to start over? No, 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 no. We are, uh, we're going to push through this. All right. You um, can recap last week because that's yeah. what we normally do. We mm-hmm. we talked about uh, the rise of dog nappings. Yeah, and, and you I don't know, mean them sleeping. No, um, and I and I got a response about our question about leopards. Remember the oh, dog yes. that was bred mm-hmm. to protect um, herds against leopards, and we we're like, when would you ever? Yeah. Um, what was it? Sheep and leopards. Someone said in Afghanistan was snow leopards. Oh, I believe it. The Afghan wolfhound, of course. That, yeah. That's so not um. The breed, but yeah. Moving right along. Uh, the <laughs> weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. You kind of sidetracked me there. We're off to such a good start. Yep. So uh, shoot us an email. If you're listening over shortwave radio, we can send you a QSL card if you shoot us that email. The weekly yeah. lab at gmail.com. Uh, we literally just kind of dig in and dissect into whatever topics people have for us. So this week. Um, we chose this one, though. Yeah. Because it's on Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday. So it's coming up quick. St. Patrick's Day. Correct. Yeah. So I'm wearing green today. I am too. But it's not St. Patrick's Day today. It's not, but we wanted to be in the spirit of the show. Yeah. So We um, just got done pinching the crap out of Ray because he's not wearing green. He, is, he so. got caught without it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to talk about the myth, the legend, the folklore behind St. Patrick's Day. And the facts. And we're going to get to the bottom of what exactly is going on over there in Ireland. Right. <laughs> That's... Uh, that's our aim today. This is episode 84, if you could believe it. You would think we have our crap in one sock, and we could do a good show. But, you know. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be a great show. We just got to get there. Yeah, you I mean, know? We're, you know we're two minutes into it. And get going. Nobody's turned it off yet. You guys will see what we have. We're doing good. So, St. Patrick's Day, yeah. some people call it St. Patty's Day, uh-huh. is based on a guy named Patrick. Okay, so that's starting to make sense. Now I can kind of see where it's all coming together. And he's actually... So we're going to get into the history first, and then we'll go into like the folklore and all that stuff. So St. Patrick isn't actually... He was never a saint. Really? Yeah, he was not an ordained saint. Hmm. Um, and if you could believe it or not, his name wasn't even Patrick. Well, I, I can't believe He that. just changed it over time. So um, his name was actually... Gosh, I don't even know how to say this. Like Maywin Sukkot. Yeah, that sounds Something familiar. like that. And he wasn't even Irish. So me, like, I'm not Irish at all, as far as I know. Maybe, like, 21 and me or whatever the DNA thing would tell me different. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not Irish as far as I know, so I didn't really know much about St. Patrick's Day. I don't really celebrate it. I don't like to get pinched, so I try and wear green because it freaking hurts. But I didn't know much about it. I don't know about you. Um, but St. Patrick wasn't Irish. He was actually born in Roman Britain mm-hmm. in the late... 300s I AD. do remember that. So his name wasn't Patrick. He didn't really like that, uh, the name that he was given, so he decided to change it. Huh. And people called him a multitude of names uh, before it eventually landed on St. Patrick with the holiday. Uh, it was Patricius, mm-hmm. which reminds me of my mom, because her name's Patricia. Patricia, Patricia. can you say? <laughs> Patricia. Um, Magonius. Suketus, which, which is kind of like his last name, I guess, if that's his last name, and Cathirthiacus, something like that. I don't know. How would you say that? Cathriacus. Uh, Cathriacus. So there's three of him. I'm not saying I know how to say it right. Right. I don't speak uh, Britain or wherever he's from. Right. Um, but yeah, so he had 
many, many names before it, like, essentially got morphed into Patrick. Yeah. Um, so when he was a teenager, uh-huh. uh, living in Roman Britain, he was actually captured by Irish pirates at oh. the age of 16. Poor kid. Yeah, he was enslaved for six years and worked for them. And his dad was actually part of, like, the Christian church back home, but he wasn't really a believer uh-huh. um, in the religion until he got captured by the Irish and got exposed to... Uh, the religion, and that's when he actually converted to Christianity. Okay. So he wasn't, like, he wasn't raised that way, you know, like, as a believer or anything, which would kind of, like, it surprised me because the fact that he is, like, the symbol of bringing Christianity to Ireland, like, mm-hmm. in a way, but I don't know. Um, So he tried to escape, and then he was actually captured by the French again. So he kind of sucked at trying to escape, but... Well, that's why everybody says good luck on St. Patrick's Day, because he must have had... Crappy luck? I don't know. Fortune, if you will. Um, Eventually, the French released him, and he was sent back home. Uh, So he continued to study Christianity into, like, his early 20s. And then um, at that point, for whatever reason, I don't really know the background of it, he claimed to have a vision Mm. that told him that he needed to bring Christianity to the Irish. Okay. So that's what he set out to do. So once he was released, he went through that whole phase where he thought that was, like, his mission in life. Um, So he went to Ireland, and... They really didn't like his, like, preachings and all that kind of stuff, so he was, like, banned from the mm-hmm. mainland. He landed on a couple islands where he, like, got followers to join him yep. in Christianity, and then he eventually went back to the mainland with all these followers and was like, look at all these people that believe in me. And they started to buy off on it. So in his time there, it was believed that he baptized, like, thousands of people. Some people even say, like, over 100,000 people. Wow. Um, he taught women about, like, nunhood, and he founded over 300 churches. In Ireland during his time. Um, so that's kind of the history of how he got over there. And that's why the Irish celebrate him was because he brought the whole concept of Christianity, founded it and all that kind of stuff. Um, now you're talking about St. Patrick's Day, the holiday. Yeah. What, what do you think of when you think of St. Patty's Day? Like name a couple things that just like pop straight into your head. Uh, St. Patrick. Okay. Uh, his trip to Ireland. Okay. Um, and the myth that he eradicated snakes from the uh, island. Okay. What about, like, like what do you think of, what do you see and you think of St. Patrick's Day? Uh, St. Patrick. Oh, my gosh. Are you just going to name the same three things? Oh, well, I, I thought that like we shamrocks? Shamrocks. Yeah. Shamrock shakes. Right. From McDonald's. I forgot about those. Oh, uh, those should be back. Are those back? I heard they were back. They might be back. We should look that up. We, we should go get one if they have them. Those Shamrock. are good. What flavor is shamrock shakes? I think they're minty, aren't they? Is it minty? Yeah, th- I think. I don't know. We haven't had one in years. Oh, we should get us a shamrock shake. Hmm. We'll yeah, do, we'll I think of shamrock shakes. Okay. I think of shamrocks mm-hmm. and green. And green. Right. So thinking of the shamrock, it has three leaves, essentially, unless it's like the super lucky one where you find the fourth leaf. Right. The fourth, the, the four leaf clover. Right. Mm-hmm. But... The folklore says that the whole reason that the shamrock became adopted was because it was already a prominent, like, symbol of Irish culture. Hmm. But apparently Patrick, that we're going to call him, even though he had, like, seven different names, um, used to teach the concept of the Holy Trinity. Yeah, using the clover. Yeah, so the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So that's why the three, um, and apparently the number three was already, like, a like a symbol of Irish culture as well for whatever reason. So they, they kind of bought off on it and was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And so that's how the shamrock essentially became a symbol of St. Patrick's Day, which I didn't know about. I didn't. I just figured, hey, it's an Irish symbol. Like That's what it was about. But I didn't know there was a whole backstory to that. 
I have no idea. Well, see, this is a very educational show, and that's what we strive for, is educating others. Right. So I'm glad we uh, we were able to tackle that. Right. Is that it for today? <laughs> Eight whole minutes? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so that's about the shamrock, but um, the more of Irish immigrants that landed on the U.S., the whole celebration of St. Patrick's Day came over with, you know, the ink inclusion of Irish immigrants and all that kind of stuff and became very popular over here. And granted, Americans, we always have our own twist on everything. Always. And we like, for whatever reason, an excuse to spend money and to drink, I feel like. Wow. So those are some that we're going to talk about here shortly. But um, the whole St. Patrick's Day celebration started back in the 17th century. Um, and it was to celebrate the arrival of Christianity in Ireland. So that was the whole concept was it was like a celebration of religion. It's a celebration. It wasn't... I mean, in America, people celebrate it by what? Drinking green beer, wearing green, dressing as a leprechaun. Yeah. And, like, I know um, a lot of people do, like, pub crawls. Yeah, I've stuff. heard of that. You I'm, know what I've I mean? never participated. I haven't either. I don't even know what you do. You just go from beer to beer, or beer to beer, bar to bar, and just drink. You have to crawl your way, though? Well, I think they call it a pub crawl because by the time you're, like, halfway through, you're hammered drunk and you're, like, crawling. Because you just can't walk, you know what I mean? Got it. That's my assumption, though. Anybody who's ever done a pub crawl, email us and yeah. give us the deets, because I don't know anything about it. That's my assumption. Because mm. you're going to a crap ton of bars. How could you not be drunk? Uh, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, But the whole reason, so we just talked about this before the show, because I asked Ryan, I was like, are you ready for the show? He's like, yeah. Didn't do any research, but let's do it. Let's do it. Um, And I asked you. Why is it celebrated on March 17th? Yes, that is an excellent question. And mm -hmm. um, I believe we do have the information available that we can let our listeners know. Right. You said it because it was the third Wednesday of every month of March. But the 17th doesn't fall on the third Wednesday Right. Every it's year. just, I meant that for 2021. Right. Because yes. it is. The th okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. um, but it was because it was believed that Patrick died. He died. Yeah, that on the March 17th. They believed that. In 461 AD mm. was when the guy apparently died. So that's why it's celebrating. It's celebrating him and what he did for the Irish culture okay. on that day. So it's always on March 17th. Yeah, regardless of Every year. when it falls on mm. the calendar. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, so the first St. Patrick's Day Parade was held in Boston yep. in 1737. So I find that interesting that in Boston, in America, instead of Ireland, the first St. Patrick's Day Parade was held. Why didn't Ireland have their own parade first? Are we sure they didn't? I mean, that's the first St. Patrick's Day parade. According to online, which is 100% truth, yeah. that's when the first one was. It was in Boston, Massachusetts. Hmm. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's because there was such an influx of Irish immigrants, I guess. And there was. There was a major... Major influence. Major population of Irish immigrants. Right. So, and that's what I'm saying. I think Americans, like, we put our own twist on everything. So it was an excuse to celebrate. And take it to like a whole new level. Because then you get the Chicago... Um, I was just about to say Chicago had a massive Irish population. Yeah, and what did they do? It was like in their lake or whatever. They turned it green. Oh, that, that I don't year. know about. I know a lot of them sought employment with the local rail yards that were being built at the time. In oh, the 1800s. Well, at least they had jobs. And they actually came up with their own uh, like mini, mini Ireland. Or what, what would you call that? Uh, I don't know. You know? Mini Ireland? Yeah, like they have like Chinatown. Oh, Little Ireland Italy, Town? Ireland Irish Town. Irish Town. Yeah. I Town. I Town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They start, yeah. In Chicago they have well, that? Yeah. Interesting. Thanks. Um, 
But because of the influx of Irish immigrants throughout the world, this holiday is so popular now that it's thought to be the most celebrated national like festival or holiday over the entire world over any other holiday. Do you believe it? I don't know. It, it, Do like, you celebrate? No, like I said, I just want to wear green so I don't get pinched. But I'm not, like, it's one of those holidays that's very culturally specific. And if I'm not Irish, I feel like I'm not in a position to celebrate it. Oh, wow. Personally. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Like, maybe if I was really into drinking beer and stuff, I would have a green beer just to be like, yeah, good for you, Irish. Huh. But I'm not Irish, so I just don't feel like it's something that I would go out of my way to celebrate just for the sake of celebrating. Uh, What's what's your take on it? uh, I am Irish. Oh. Yeah. So, what you're saying is you want to have some Jameson on Wednesday. No, I'm just saying that's my that's my roots. I come from You Ireland. always told me you were American, so I didn't know that. Well, after learning about this cool story... Now you're Irish. I'm Irish. Okay. Yeah, See, that explains it, because in a lot of the articles it says, it's funny because this is a holiday where people are all of a sudden Irish. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone's my, like, I'm my, Irish. My family goes back to Ireland. Deep Ireland roots. Ireland roots. Uh-huh. I'm gonna call your mom and dad after this and confirm. They were uh, they were Irish pirates, if I'm not mistaken. Did they capture St. Patrick? I believe my great grandfather was on that ship. It was in A.D., so I think it would have to be a long we're time. We're still before. in A.D. Okay, like 300 <laughs> A.D. Like that was a long time ago. My, so well, the Irish live very long lives. Right. So <laughs> we're not so discounting anything. Is your grandpa anything. like a thousand years old? Could be. I mean, good for him. Coincidence. I need to know his secret. He's Irish. <sighs> I can't change that about myself, so basically I'm screwed. Um, Also, to get back on track, Yes. now that we know your grandpa's like 1,200 years old, and he actually was on the boat that captured St. Patrick that day when he was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. We know that. That's a fact. (laughs) Um, Did you know... He has pictures somewhere. Anyway, go ahead. Really? (laughs) Did you know that blue was actually the original color that was represented for St. Patrick's Day, not green? I believe it, because back then everything was black and white. So they didn't have this the color spectrum. Right. So how does that include blue if it's black and white? Well, it's a shade of, like, it's a light shade oh. of black. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but it changed because apparently there was a song that the Irish um, soldiers used to sing during the Irish Rebellion against the British in 1798 that said, like, something about wearing green. Mm. And they wore green because the British wore red. So yeah. it was basically like a cross-spectrum color. Christmas. Right. I mean, who doesn't love Christmas? Um, but it was originally blue, and after that whole movement and how proud the uh, Irish people were when they were fighting that war against the British and rebelling against them, that green became the new color for St. Patrick's Day for some reason. Yeah, have you ever seen pictures of Ireland, how green it is? I have, yeah. yeah. I picture, like, the Irish sheep herder guy with, like, that hat. They all wear the same kind of hat, like a vest and a white shirt, and then he's, like, sitting on a mountainside that's really, really green with a sheep. Like, it's beautiful. That's like a standard picturesque of what I picture Ireland to be. Interesting. No, I might be stereotyping, but I see those pictures, and they are from Ireland, and it's amazing. I would not mind going there. You should. You want to come? Sure. You're, you're Irish. You want to go back to your roots? Go back to my roots. Mm-hmm. Maybe your grandpa will go. Hey, you never know. Um, So, actually, talking about drinking and how it changed over time, originally, over in Ireland, drinking on St. Patrick's Day was frowned upon. They actually told bars that they had to close. Oh. On St. Patrick's Day. So it's funny how, like, over time that kind of stuff changes. And I think we're mostly to blame for it. America. 
because the way that we Americanize everything that gets brought over here, which, I mean, America's founded on immigrants, don't get me wrong, like, that's, everybody's from somewhere, um, but I just think it's ironic that the country basically didn't want you to drink, and they shut bars down, but now it's, like, associated with drinking green beer and Irish whiskey and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. So, how did that happen? Well, you know, the thing is that stuff changes. We're in a constant, uh, constant bubble of, of change. Mm-hmm. So over the course of changes, you get differences, and I think that's kind of what we see here. Oh, that's so deep. Does that, um, that kind of make sense? It does. So it was actually in the 1970s that it was like, and that's kind of recent in history that it was still frowned upon to drink for St. Patrick's Day, but it, in the 80s it was Budweiser. That launched like a huge marketing campaign that associated St. Patrick's Day with drinking beer. Wow. That people bought into that. And then all of a sudden drinking beer was like tradition on St. Patrick's Day. So essentially Budweiser is solely responsible. So it's Clydesdales. For shifting. Those things are awesome. For shifting um, the take on St. Patrick's Day being associated with drinking. So then it, because it was too, like St. Patrick's Day was around the time of Lent. And it was a way that they, like, lifted the Lent restriction so that people could eat whatever they want. Hence the, like, what is it, corned beef and cabbage. Oh, corned beef. Right? You like that stuff, don't you? I don't think I've ever had it. I feel like we've talked about it so many times and you want to try it, but we never did it. Yeah, we should get some. You're saying your family being Irish never made you corned beef and cabbage? Correct. That just sounds gross. No offense to anybody who likes it. Just mm. Cabbage. I don't like cabbage, but I've tried corned beef before and it's just, it's weird. Yeah, cabbage, it just has that smell to it. Oh, yeah, when you cook it? Kind of like Brussels sprouts? No, I was thinking of sauerkraut. Ugh. Ew, sauerkraut. That'll stink up the house. Yeah, that's nasty. Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, nowadays, I think Guinness is the big, like, yeah. beer that people drink. And generally speaking, if you go drinking on St. Patrick's Day, it's tradition at bars and pubs and everywhere to, like, diet green. Ew. Um, yeah, would you, I mean, you like Jameson, which is Irish whiskey. Would you put, I got green food coloring in there. Do you want to put some in on Wednesday? Yeah, I guess. Would you drink it? If if I had to. I mean, you don't have to. No one's going to force you. Oh, then, meh. Meh. Would you drink it without the green coloring? Meh. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, drinking green beer is one of the things. And, you know, like, I like Lucky Charm cereal. See there? You're part Irish. I mean, maybe, but I looked it up because I was like, is Lucky Charms like based on St. Patrick's Day? Just on the assumption because there's a leprechaun involved. And honestly, no. 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 Um, Cheerios was actually playing around. You know those circus peanuts? Yeah, circus peanuts. So gross. Back in the day, that's how Lucky Charms was created was Cheerios was playing around with circus peanuts and Cheerios, like trying to figure out if they could make a cereal based off of it. And that's how Lucky Charms was built. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, now you're going to go dump it all out, aren't you? I don't think I have any right now. Oh. You always sm- say it smells like feet anyways when I open it. They do stink. It tastes pretty dang good, though. Yeah. Um, but no, Lucky Charms, honestly, other than having a leprechaun, which is associated with St. Patrick's Day, has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. Although, I think this year, or last year, they're releasing a version where like the shamrocks in there, the shamrock marshmallows, turn your milk green. Ooh, I have had that before. Have you? Yes. So they've done that. They've done it where it's like all shamrock marshmallows and you don't have like the other ones mixed in. Mm. Um, they've done a couple other, I think they dyed like the actual little, like not 
marshmallows, the regular cereal, like green or something like that. So I've done a couple things over the years. That sounds exciting. I mean, I like Lucky Charms, so I would be I would be down with that. You ever um, heard somebody speaking the Irish language? I feel like I have. It's a pretty funny language. Yeah. It sounds very odd. Yeah. It sounds difficult to learn if it Gaelic, was Gaelic. That's the name of the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not your primary language, I feel like that one would be hard to learn. Maybe. I don't know. I just think it sounds funny. <laughs> Should we try it? Nah, probably not. Set up Duolingo. Um, but on the topic of leprechauns, I was yeah. wondering, because like I said, I don't really celebrate St. Patrick's Day, and I didn't really know the history behind it, so I googled separately, um, why do you get pinched on St. Patrick's Day if you don't wear green? Yes. Do you know the history behind that? Um, I just know that one time somebody didn't have green on and they got pinched. Just one time. That's all it took. And it started from there. Okay. Um, so leprechauns being associated with St. Patrick's Day, apparently if you wear green, it makes you invisible to leprechauns. And leprechauns like to pinch people for some reason. Hmm. I don't know why. So you're supposed to wear green because they come out on St. Patrick's Day and it's supposed to protect you from them. Look at that. I never knew that. We are delivering so much knowledge that it's ridiculous. Yeah, because then it's like it's like clickbait. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean when I say that, right? You oh, I know on, what you mean. You could go down like an entire rabbit hole from clicking on things and then you're reading whatever and you're like, Oh, look at that and you click on that and it just keeps going. Yeah. So I looked up why you get pinched on St. Patrick's Day and then it was talking about leprechauns and I was like, Well, wait a minute, why are leprechauns associated with St. Patrick's Day? That's what I'm saying. So, back in 1959, Disney, of all things, released a film called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And it was about a guy and his experience with leprechauns. And it came out around St. Patrick's Day that year in 1959. So, people automatically associated it with the holiday because leprechauns are prominent in the Irish culture and the folklore Mm. of them. So, really, like the whole drinking thing... The leprechaun thing. I, I would say the shamrock is like the only thing that was legitimately linked to St. Patrick and the founding of St. Patrick's Day. Like drinking came from Budweiser and a marketing campaign in the 80s. Shamrock shakes. Shamrock shakes came from a marketing thing from McDonald's and we're probably going to go get one after this. Yeah. Um, and then leprechauns became associated with the holiday because Disney released a movie in 1959. Wow. But none, like those two things aren't directly linked to... You see how it all ties together? Yeah. But I, I just think it's funny that marketing and, like, stereotypes and, you know, things that are prominent over there just get associated with the holiday all of a sudden. Well, it worked. Well, it did because we buy into it and, Now I people mean, dress up with, like, goofy hats and oversized sunglasses and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Chain, they were talking about the necklaces that people wear that says, kiss me, I'm Irish. Yeah, like those things. I don't know why people always want to make out with strangers just because they're Irish. Maybe they do that in the Irish culture. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Weird. You, you should know. No. You're, you're Irish. I just wanted a shamrock shake, to be honest. Oh, okay. Cool. I think you can make them at home now. Maybe that's what we did. Maybe. I know that we've had one, but I don't know if we got it from McDonald's or not. Mm. They're probably like 20 bucks now because of inflation. Well, minimum wages went up. That's true. So they got to pay for their shamrock shakes. If, I mean, think, if it takes somehow. two people, if it takes two workers an hour to make that shake for that's you. 30 they do bucks. It right, 30 bucks. So I'm going to have to pay at least 50. A date for two to get a shamrock shake? That's a hundred bucks right there. Oh, fudge. <laughs> you think they're <laughs> you think they're big enough to share? Can no. we just share one? So it's going to cost us a hundred bucks plus gas, yeah. plus the effort, because there is not a McDonald's in our town. we got to go to the town over. Mm-hmm. Oh, good grief. That's what we're going to spend the rest of our Sunday doing, is trying to get a shamrock shake. I might just make my own. That's probably cheaper. Probably. I got the green dye. We have to probably get, like, cream de mint, because I'm pretty mm. sure they're mint. Yeah, I think you're right. I think so, too. We have low-carb ice cream. Do other countries celebrate 
uh, St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like one of the most nationally celebrated holidays or well, festivals I mean, across the world. Obviously, other countries, like across Europe. I'm trying to think, picture like Mexicans doing it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Mexico is listed. That's what I'm saying. The article I was reading listed a crap ton of countries, and I didn't write them all down because I would have been there all day. Well, I mean, you got to think like Mexican food and like milkshakes don't go together, in my opinion. Ugh. So, like, how would you have dinner and then have a shamrock shake? I feel like you would just be blowing chunks before you even got <laughs> to, to the drinking <laughs> part. <laughs> Yeah, you eat a shamrock shake and an enchilada, and then you go drink a green beer. <laughs> <laughs> that you know sounds I mean? terrible. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if there's a high immigrant, Irish immigrant population in Mexico. Wow, well, I mean. You know? Even so. I mean, yeah. It'd be like me celebrating it, because I'm not Irish, so yeah. who's to say they don't? I don't know. It's just like. I'm sure there's some people there that do. Oh, I believe it. I'm just trying to think. Like, India, for example. Like, sit around eating spicy curry, curry and then having. Cabbage? Cabbage. Corned beef. And Do you even have access to corned beef over there? I don't know. And then you down a shamrock shake and now oh. it's time to have a beer. Like That just makes my stomach turn. There's only certain foods that go with shamrock shakes. That's true. But then again, people eat fast food with it. Like they'll grab a quarter pounder and a shamrock shake. And, you yeah, know, that's kind of weird. Because at the next rest area. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got it coming out both ends. I feel like vanilla shakes are okay and chocolate shakes are okay with burgers and stuff, but like a mint shake? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that would taste good. Or like dipping your french fries in it. Mm. Ew. Ew. I don't know. I mean, if you guys like shamrock shakes and you go to McDonald's and you pick up like a Big Mac and some fries or some chicken nuggets and a shamrock shake, let us know. And let us know how it turns out for you. (laughs) It sounds terrible. It does, doesn't it? But a shamrock shake by itself. Yeah, that could be good. good. We're going to go spend 100 bucks and go get one. Maybe. We might just go take out a loan and get everything we need to make it at home. <laughs> we'll be broke. Because, I mean, the grocery store people have to get paid 15 bucks an hour, too. Do you have to keep a mask on while you drink your shake? Could you cut a hole? You could. Put the straw in? Yeah. Is that allowed? Well, now you have to wear, like, 40 different masks at the same time, so that's a lot of cutting and material, so... Mm. Aren't they saying that? Maybe. I don't the know. The more masks, the better. Um, That's a whole different topic. Bottom line is, you need to send us an email. Let us know how you individually celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, what are your traditions? And what type of food do you think would be the worst to go with a shamrock shake? Because I bet there's other examples out there. I'm going to say Mexican and Chinese. Ew. Chinese. Eat some orange chicken or some like chicken fried rice in a shamrock shake. (laughs) Is that, can they do that? I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there that would do it. Or has done it. But yeah, I'd be curious to see. Hmm. Y'all should let us know. Yeah. But possibly. I mean, anything's possible. Anything. That's what I'm saying. So, um, yeah. So that wraps up today's show. We hope you guys have a good St. Patrick's Day. What are you looking up over there? Uh, just more stuff. Just trying to figure out. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's the best meal to have with a shamrock shake? I, I say go individual. Just get a shamrock shake. Don't eat anything with it. In a hot pocket. Oh, like the pizza one? Oh. Ew, ham and cheese? Yeah, but you can burn the inside of your mouth and then cool it down <laughs> immediately with a shamrock shake. That's actually not a bad idea because Hot Pockets are always scorching hot. Well, it warns you on that little thing. I mean, who listens that, that to that? That doesn't stop you. It sure does not. No, you just go all in. <laughs> all right, yeah, we'll be back next week. We need something to talk about, too. So the theweeklylab at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Let us know what your thoughts are. <laughs> <laughs>